0: McAnvil, sponsored by Nerds on the Rocks. What do you do for work, man?
1: Right now, I am. I'm pretty much. I'm pretty much. I out right now, I'm a freelancer. I've been doing freelance writing, and I've been also doing, and also I've been doing like selling and reselling on the side. So right. I'm kind of like a freelancer and and also a seller reseller on on like eBay and so forth. Right. So those are the two things I majorly do.
0: Mostly freelance. Comics. Is what is it? Is it mostly comics?
1: Comics, books and collectibles. A little nice. bit of everything.
0: Oh, okay. Hey man, whatever like, works.
1: Actually what's funny is one of my friends, one of my buddy, uh my buddy in Utah, Matt, was actually the one that got me into this. He said, Hey Wes, you have a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. You might want to look into doing this. like he's been doing full time eBay for just over a year. Really? So he's the because- one that got me. So he's the one that kind of kept gave me ideas like I could probably do this full time, and and I. But then yeah. I've also been kind of set, kind of slowly setting up a freelance writing on the side. So yeah, and of course I still do comic reviews.
0: Of course, so you're very popular I, in that respect, my friend. I'm still
1: pretty popular. You are very I, popular. I, I'm a, I'm relatively z-list.
0: I well, pff, whatever, man. I respect your opinion, and there's uh, it takes <laughs> it takes a, a lot to uh, get me to say that. I mean, Thank I've read you, some pretty crappy reviews on the internet. I've probably written a few myself, but usually, you know, with I, I, I'm the kind of guy who doesn't make I, a decision off of other people's reviews all the time.
1: I would say like, comedy reviewing to me is, I, I, I've, I've kind of evolved over time. I've been kind of re- reworking my review style a lot. Mm-hmm. And I would say reviewing wise it's become a little bit of a mix of fan, a little bit of critic, and and also a lot, and also it's a lot of personal because mm-hmm. reviews are ultimately personal opinion,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and a lot of stuff you're going to look at, and you're going to have a different look at it than what anyone else will. Because like how I look at stuff, like there's there will be a comic that you'll adore, mm-hmm. like you will freaking love, and I'll be like eh, it's okay, no, I and
2: said. and
1: yeah. exact, and so and it's like well, and then some people will look at a book like. Like I it, like one one person like I was I was I read the first issue of this Internal Warrior arc and I loved the first issue I thought it was a really cool little introduction and set up the story. Another guy I read it, did not like it. Yeah. Different. So I just said, so it's one of those things where, because that's what a lot of people think of when you get second opinions on reviews is ultimately it's like one person's gonna love an issue, then another person might review the X issue and. Right completely not dig it so well,
0: yeah that's kind of part of the reason why i've been doing these one-on-ones is you get to know the rest of the fan base like i mean i was saying to lenny i was kind of drunk actually when i did with lenny but <laughs> the same point was you know like we all like the same thing we're all very different though
1: exactly i mean like you helped me kind of like we're we're doing the comic gamble regularly i remember like you you kind of helped me get a respect for avatar stuff in fact i'm mm. actually looking forward to that new uh that the sci-fi series ennis is doing that
0: caliban or caliban yeah man that that looks pretty good nice
1: because that that (laughs) interests me because it looks like it it, because people don't realize it's like it's really funny people talk to me on twitter like they notice i don't swear yeah and they notice like (laughs) they notice i don't swear off i'll say damn in hell that's Mm. the most like now (laughs) podcast different story I don't care, yeah. but when,
0: when you're hanging with the sailors, might as well be like a sailor.
1: It's like I don't care. I mean, it's it's, it's funny. One of my friends asked me like some of like so, do you have any issue with swearing? Like, Not at all. I don't care. I don't. Mm-hmm. I swear. I swear plenty when mm-hmm. I'm around. When I when I'm around when I, if I'm around friends. But mm-hmm. if I but it's like when you but when like so pretty much when people hear some of the stuff I'll read, like like when they said, oh yeah, I read Ferals, I actually enjoyed it. They're like, that's comics like. That doesn't sound like something you'd enjoy, like dude. No,
0: no. it's it's. I can't wait for it to go on. I'm and pretty sure like, there's more coming.
1: And then and then it's like I read and there was this one comic I read from Dynamite called "A uh, Badass." Oh, I've heard of this. Oh god, it's fucking ridiculous, but it's beautiful. <laughs> it is fucking ridiculous, but it it's this guy who it's this guy who he he has no fucking moral score. Love it. He's he's just. <laughs> He has nothing. He's just like he he is. He doesn't care who he hurts. He doesn't really care what he does. And he's and it's so ridiculous. And the guy and the guy is it it's, it's a it's a dynamite translated here from the original French. And and what it it's a European comic. And oh, well, that's the, it. Yeah, okay. And the guy brought it. And the guy who wrote it. The guy said, "I'm doing it as a send-up of American action culture." Nice. And it's like when you realize it's a full blown parody of every ridiculous action American American action movie you could ever imagine, yeah. you kind of get a kick on. Okay, right. it's like I, I don't know, it's really funny to me how, but yeah, I mean every, that's what every that's what everyone looks like in in the comics. I mean, I, it's re, it's just really funny to me how I like like sorry, about oh, that. oh continue. Sorry, dude.
0: No, no, um, my the TV's blaring in the background.
1: <laughs> scared
0: do. me. Anyway, sorry, man. Uh, okay. One more question before yes, we get sir. to these questions. Uh, your age, sir.
1: Just turned thirty-two last year.
0: There we go. Then you can get a kind of gauge because I can, the rest of the guys I didn't really ask them right away, <laughs> and then I realized when I started asking the questions, I'm like, wait, how old are you? Because like, some of them, some of their answers were, um, you know, I was born in nineteen ninety-two, so.
1: Dude, tr- I actually joked recently when I was I was watching this documentary on, uh, uh it was on PBS, uh, Generation Like, and and somehow some of these kids are trying to get famous on the internet, and they're like eight, and they talk about likes on Facebook and YouTube, and some, and I and I and I looked at some of the videos, I went, what the hell are these kids doing? <laughs> oh God, I'm old. Yeah, no. And no some doubt. of the music, some of the some kids listen to nowadays, I'm like, what the Oh god, I'm old. No. Oh. Cuz it's like cuz I I am like
0: You are preaching to the masses, brother.
1: Because it's like cause, like though it's funny it's like I was listening to this um there's this one video, there's this one band It's a I I listened to the band Ninja Sex Party and Ninja <laughs> Sex Party and the guy and they were teaming with the guy Ego Raptor and and how and there was a big team of the make album called Starbomb. And it is like a bunch of crazy songs involving video games, and and they're like, and it's like ridiculous amounts of dick jokes and nice. foul humor and gloriously twisted, like gloriously hilarious thoughts on video games. And I was dying. I'm like, oh, this is great. And it's like a mixture of like, it's kind of like a little bit of rap, a little bit of rock, a little bit, a little bit of everything in here. And I went, mm. huh. I am normally not this big in the rap, but some of the rap they did in here is actually pretty good. Mm. And and I'm like, huh? Guess I'm not that old yet. Yet, good. You not make that me feel old. old. I can still Great. appreciate some of this stuff. I just, <laughs> like. It's. You ever heard? You ever seen a South Park episode where 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 the people get old and and they because they see the kids are listening to this music, like, dee, 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 dee. and then the parents here like bruh, 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 bruh. everything sounds like shit.
0: Oh right, right.
1: <laughs> so. I was yeah, laughing. I was like, oh God. I had I had one of those moments the other day when I went, Oh Lord, everything's sounding like shit. <laughs> oh God. And I'm like, so some stuff is like, Whoa, I'm I'm old. Oh shit. So yeah, I, I think true. it's like you get to the point where you're in thirties your and you're like, you know, yep. getting old a little bit here. Because some of the stuff that, some of these kids are at some of the stuff that some people are doing though it is interesting when I find people in their twenties that that are kind of like that kind of like trend on my same wavelength, which yeah. fascinating. It's just always fascinating to me yeah. because I've met people who are in their twenties that j- jive on the same wavelength with me. And I'm like, really? That's cool. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's I, I never, I'm one of people that any, like, no matter what age you are, if you, like you can prove, everyone can relate to everybody in one way, shape or form, no matter how old, young what have you? Everyone can kind of relate to everyone. Once you about your twin, everyone kind of relates to each other in different ways. It's just mm-hmm. kind of finding find that common viewpoint, and that kind of bridges like that kind of bridges the gap. And nice. I'm kind of go into a whole little tirade here, but oh, I have well to that shit.
0: That's okay, man. Um, maybe you should be writing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: No, dude, this is actually gonna be kind of fun. Heck, heck, honestly, this is kind of like, cause this is part of the interview, and you ask me about myself, and Cause so that's the always funny part. I always tell people when people ask me certain things, it's like you're the first person that ever asked me this. Mm-hmm. Really? It's like <laughs> don't talk to me about this stuff. Most people stick to most people stick when when people like the rule with me is if you stick with mostly comics with me or video games, movies, what have you, mm-hmm. that's what I'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me anything else, I'll tell you. I throw,
0: but it might throw you off. You're like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> you're like you're asking. I'll talk to you about that because. I'm like I don't mind. I don't mind talking about it. I just it's like it, but it has to depend on the person. Like I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with you. Nice. Cause That's good. Thanks. I mean, I've known you a while, and and I've and so like you asking me about myself, I don't. I kind of go, okay, yeah, screw it. I'll tell you. I don't care. Like oh, most people, well. I That's don't quite and, as
0: personal as I was gonna get.
1: <laughs> and, and you, but and it's like I don't mind. I I like. I mean, it's like I'm not. It's like. Like, pretty much, because, like, honestly, when you ask me what I do for a living, it's like, I don't really talk about what I do for a living. Because a lot of people, it drove people nuts that I don't really talk about that sort of stuff often. And it's like, dude, I can just basically, I'm self-employed. If you really, if, now, if you want to know more, I'll tell you. But
0: I think when you were on is, the show before, you were working at uh, retail or something like that, I right? was working
1: at Best Buy when, there you go. when right. I first started on the comic yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And then a lot of shit happened. Like, Apparently. Um, true story. Um, I'll, I never talked to basically one episode of the comic anvil in our early days of the show was recorded the week of was week of my vacation and the start of my vacation. And also the day before I found the day after I found out one of my favorite managers at the time got fired.
0: Oh, I remember this.
1: And I, and I don't even know. like I was a mess. Like I was just like fried. I don't really? even know how I made it through that episode.
0: Like, uh, me neither. You 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 held up well. You didn't. I
1: was not in good shape. Didn't have I a would, nose. And most people don't know. And that's and that's like behind the scenes. I don't. I can't remember which. I couldn't. It was like one of the early ones. So. Mm-hmm. And if I could remember the episode, I tell you because like watch for the moment when Wes when Wes is basically a because li- uh, and long story short, eventually I got and a, a long story short, I got eventually let go from Best Buy and mm-hmm. then then after i'm not even going to dive in the last couple of years but basically i kind of decided i kind of decided just to think you know what screw it i'm employing myself because mm-hmm. i was having a right. rough time trying to find some sort of steady work I was so i said you know what i'm employing myself screw mm-hmm.
0: it hey dude okay. you come out on top that's that's all the most important and part i'd say I've,
1: and i and honestly i think i think i always say this like i always say the past i say latter half of last year into this year I started figuring out just kind of more and more like okay, I've got a good rhythm here now I can keep it up, but it's like because but I was just kind of like and like especially when I realized holy shit I can actually make this work yeah wow I'm that's impressed cool.
0: that's cool man I wish so, I could do that
1: and I well it it was it was just a matter of timing and just just me saying enough enough me saying fuck it I'm employing yep. myself. <laughs> like that's what it, it literally. You you do not know how many times in life when I have made decisions, basically saying, Yay! "Hi Maya," <laughs> and and but and, so, and I, I but I always
0: is that what like you say though? You sure you didn't you didn't throw your hands up in the air and scream, "Yay!"
1: I actually it's I, it's more like
0: it's the equivalent thereof.
1: Some people always tell me that so I'm, as a. And people always say, Wes, when you're pissed off, that is when you do the most amazing things.
0: Yeah.
1: And that, and I just, and that, and, or when I'm just annoyed, or I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. And especially when people say, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, I can't do this. I'll fucking do whatever I want.
0: Yeah, I hear that.
1: And so that's how I am. I mean, it's like, it's like if you get me annoyed enough, I'm pretty damn capable of just going, fuck it, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, you doubt me you I don't give a shit about you <laughs> okay
0: whoa slow down you're getting all gangster on me here
1: sorry that's that, okay could not help myself there
0: no that's good brother
1: but yeah I mean that's how I am I mean that's my that's my true nature is I'm pretty much one of those people who I really do have that sort of I kind of have a very rebellious personality I people though it's it's people are probably people who ever listen to this are going to get a whole new side of me right mm-hmm. but, but it's like I'm I, sure
0: your friends will listen at
1: least at least my friends will listen. Some people will kind of be fascinated by by me, but fascinated by some of the stuff I say, because it's like, I, I am very rebellious by nature. And I do have that kind of, I do have that kind of rebel nature about me. I, you can't, it's like, it kind of, kind of cracks people up when they realize I am a little bit of rebellious and I have no real, I, I am one of the people who, you let me do my own thing, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You try to constrain me to, certain, to a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's not going to fucking work. In fact, I'm going to rebel on you, faster, you, than you can, faster than you can blink. You try, you try to say, okay, Wes, you stay in this box. No. I'm going to break the box. I'm going to break the box, make it in the freaking origami, and and see and see what else I can do with whatever remnants are left of the box. Right on, man. So, yeah. It's
0: like the phoenix, or tear it all down and rebuild itself.
1: Pretty much, or mm-hmm. I, and then I'll make the box something I wanted to make it in.
0: There you go. He's not only the Phoenix; he's the Transformer Phoenix. Fuck yeah! Yeah. All right, let's get it on with
1: these questions. Rock on, brother.
0: All right, man. First question: Do you remember your first comic book that you read?
1: This was interesting because I was—I was, actually thought about this question a little bit because it was either likely either a Superman or a Thor, one of the two. I—I well. I had the—I re- i couldn't tell you it. I wish I could remember issues because. Because during and I, I always think it's like cuz it's like it was cuz I have a lot of comics from when I was a kid and I had and I actually go through my collection of and I have like random muppet baby comics mixed in with mm-hmm. ALF mixed in with mixed in with like Richie Rich and a little Lulu and then all sorts of stuff cuz I my parents either my parents bought me stuff or I bought stuff or my dad but it was likely I'm almost thinking it was probably Superman because because my dad because my dad my dad's two favorite characters they talked about a lot are either Superman or Thor
0: really and so your dad collected comics
1: yeah my oh. dad had 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 number ones of Daredevil back in the day awesome he had number one his his mom threw them all away oh mom yeah I said and she when he, my dad said it was like one my one time we were watching some show and he said like I had that Daredevil number one. Then he said, "I had that." I went. <laughs> I, my, my my heart just sunk. I went brutal. Like, cause I was like, so I, was like I actually once I asked my grand my when my when my dad's mom like for and I said, "Do you still have those?" Like, oh, I throw th- threw those away years ago. I That's went, brutal. And I went, "Okay, grandma, me and mine." No.
0: <laughs> the last time I went to my grandparents' house. Before they moved into the home. Uh, yeah. I think I was 19. And uh, my grandma come around the corner with a stack of comics. I was like, whoa, those look familiar. She's like, these are yours. You left them here. I was like, holy crap, you <laughs> didn't throw my comics out? She's like, no. And your grandfather's got a half box that he bought himself that he's going to give you. I'm like, oh, sweet. I got a whack of cram- comics from my grandparents. Nothing wow. really exceptional. I mean, never just Rom and Hulk comics. Honestly, that's all there was. Uh, but there was about 30 of
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> that's neat. Together, put together, together. yeah. I mean i trust my, my it's really funny my parents my parents were always like yeah they <laughs> my parents just kind of said yeah it's like we my mom never threw any of my stuff she never would she she likes like i think i think like me being in the comics she gets the kick out of and my dad really likes it that mm-hmm. especially when i find like usually anytime a thor comic comes out i'll usually send it my dad's way Nice. Yes. My or if it's a Superman that I think is maybe kind of off my dad's alley, I'll I'll send it in my dad's way.
0: Those are hard okay. to come by, I bet.
1: It's the next the next Superman I'll probably let my dad check out will be the upcoming Jeff John John Romita Jr. Oh yeah yeah. Please let that not suck because I want a Superman comic to read again. Damn I, it!
0: I heard Greg Pak's doing pretty good on.
1: That's what I've been hearing, and I've been mm-hmm. I, I, uh, at this point in Kyle Since I know the run, I know his last issue is about to come out of his first arc. It might be better the way for the trade, though. Mm-hmm. What really sucks is he's soon going to be in that Superman Doomed crossover. That oh new,
0: right, I heard something. And I'm like, like that.
1: I give no fucks.
0: Yeah.
1: I give no fucks. Yeah. I, I want to give. I I want. I, it's like one of the. I'm like, well, if I know what they're doing. They're delaying time until Jeff Johns can get his run set up and then they're gonna get their new Superman thing set up, whatever they're planning for June and the sum into the summer event. So Yeah. Let but, Jeff
0: fix it because Scott apparently didn't I don't know what happened there with that. I guess the they weren't Scott, on a high note.
1: Scott kinda I think Scott, Scott had Jim his Lee. plan for Superman Unchained and then mm. they're gonna release the big shiny hardcover Trado Awesome with all that and then then Jim Lee's gonna move on to whatever project they're gonna have him do next yeah. and Probably wildcats and and be done with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I I it's really funny because that this is how like I always say a lot of my comic habits come through because going full circle here back to my original first comic is a lot of those like those early comics I read because they all kind of dive into what I will read. Like I will read now. Like mm-hmm. I am big into like I'm big into fun. Like you give me like I just guys that's I was just doing. Uh, uh, do, um, have you have you heard about the comic new comic Loki Ragnarok and roll? I
0: yeah, have, I have heard of it.
1: It is freaking hilarious.
0: I might have read it on my timeline, tweeted by you actually.
1: Loki, <laughs> Loki the freaking Loki becomes a rock and roll star, hmm. and it's hilarious. It's the way they and especially the the um, there's a one there's one funny thing to this of uh, of like Loki goes Loki and Thor go into a place and suddenly here comes. Here comes Loki coming into this pantheon of gods, and it's like Hercules, and and then you have Cthulhu, and then you have the flying spaghetti monster, who's the god of me of internet memes. Oh, okay. And it is cool. I I was went yes.
0: Nice. Is this a one shot book or? It's
1: a, it's, I think it's like a five sixty two miniseries that oh, okay. just came out this week.
0: Sounds it's, interesting.
1: My, my rule of a comic is simple you make me laugh mm-hmm. and you make me genuinely smile
0: mm-hmm.
1: like and because comedy in comics is difficult like yeah, genuine oh, I know. genuine laugh from a comic is difficult to get mm-hmm. so I I swear it's like I know it kind of got a little bit off track from the first comic but I think it kind of sets up interesting interesting groundwork for no, what cool. I'm into and what catches my eye so sure that's, pretty much yeah. So yeah, I mean... People are going to if like, Wesley's brain wanders.
0: No, that's fine, brother. I was just going to say, uh, with that first answer, probably answered your second question. The second question here, too, which is uh, who is your favorite character? Now, with, I'm not sure if you want to say currently or of all time. I'll take I, either answer. Of
1: all time, I have a very strong fondness for Superman. Mm-hmm. He's not been in perfect shape the past few years no not really I know Thor has Thor I I trend a lot to Thor a lot of this, especially since Thor has been in really good hands the yes. past holy God how yes. it's like Jason Aaron gets a hold of Thor and he goes okay I'm just gonna go nuts have fun oh,
0: he's nailing it man I love that I, book I'm
1: <laughs> I mean he's like I read the first I I, I died through the first the first year of the book of and it's like he created this crazy story involving a god-killing, a god-killing villain, and it's like he does and he does everything to kind of go, damn, this is really cool. And and I would so it's like at first I never as like years ago I'd probably be like, people would probably think, oh, well, what about like Deadpool? Deadpool is one of my favorite characters under a certain writer, like Joe Kelly's Deadpool. I like that Deadpool probably the best of all, mm-hmm. but. Because Joe Kelly nailed it with like the whole with the, how the character and that's how the character set up today is from Joe Kelly's Deadpool <laughs> because mm-hmm. any bit of giant heart as I like, got out of Joe Kelly's run on that book and and probably and also Gail Simone's latter bit on the book until and like latter bit with that in Agent X mm-hmm. and and I would say though Hosen and Duggan actually did a pretty good job that. Did a pretty good job with uh, the last. Like I read the last Deadpool arc recently, the Good, the Bad, the Ugly, mm-hmm. and damn it, that book did not make me tear up a little bit because of how they handled it. Because it was very, it was oh. very genuine how they handled the whole storyline. Okay,
0: we're getting how rid of yourself. That sounds like an answer for uh, uh, your most emotional comic book.
1: Actually, there's there's more than that. Actually oh jeez. You but have to pick one though, dude. <laughs> but but no, it, that's a, it's actually just recently. But that, was, that could probably sub as a, as a good one. But so I really like, like what I really like what they handled it and how they handled. Cause I don't want to spoil too much of the story because it is really well worth reading. It's mm-hmm. probably the best arc they've done because it had funny, but it also had it actually had a lot of heart and it had a lot of good story mm-hmm. and and also did a really good job of how they blended Captain America and Wolverine as kind of like three old, like th- three of like the old, kind of like the old soldiers of the Marvel universe coming together on a mission. And it's very, I mean, I was even like, this really came together. Well, and the guy who's doing who's going to be doing the art for the upcoming moon Knight series that Warren Ellis is doing is uh, did the artwork for that. At the constant
2: And
1: I really liked it. I, I was like, damn, this is really. it was a, yeah. So yeah, if you guys looking for it, uh, good, the bad, the ugly just came out in trade. Go hunt that down; it's really it be a damn good read. I'll
0: have to check that out. So, who's your favorite character then?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: basically Superman or Thor. Shit.
1: Um, I will probably people will probably be very surprised, but I I will say Superman because Superman has my biggest heart. I've had yeah, that's cool. He he, I like a lot of Superman stories. Mm-hmm. I, I like the ultimate ideals of the character. Though, New 52 Superman has been a very... Whoa. The same mixed bag has been an understatement. Mm. I almost want to say pre-New 52 Superman at this point is my favorite character because New 52 Superman's been a little bit up, down, whatever they want to do. No game they haven't more. had a consistent creative team. Yeah, yeah. I mean... like. Like did they? If like I'm hoping that Jeff Johns is down that book for at least a year because, mm. cool. We'll see what he does here. He might cold. just
0: rehash all his old stories again, but that's fine.
1: You know, honestly, if it helps it,
0: fix it, i um, cool. He might have to. That's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> he but might hey.
1: have to rehash like stories and mixed in with like new ideas of some of the old. Because like if you if you've ever read uh, Grant Morrison's X Men run, I mean, what it, what did Grant, Grant mm-hmm. Morrison do? He Went did nuts? Claremont stories. Mm-hmm. Four, <laughs> and they were Claremont stories time of uh, times eleven.
0: Mm-hmm. They were. You're right. And then he. Oh fuck! Okay. See, now I'm gonna have to cut all that out. God damn it, woman! Uh, all right. Good answer,
2: a, man. That's
1: answer. I just said basically the the set it up is Grant, Mor- Grant the Grant Morrison X Men. The, they, man, I'm gonna be a little off my train of thought there. Damn it, that was actually pretty good. That's relatively coherent. Rewriting
0: you your old, old stories or people's old stories?
1: Yeah, like basically, it's like like Chris like pretty much like if Jeff Johns is gonna be going the route of kind of like tweaking around, like doing kind of like his own thing, or like kind of playing homage to old Superman stories and cool. But I'm I'm kind of hoping that Jeff does decide to go into his own thing and see what he can do with Superman now because that John Romita Jr. sketch was damn pretty. I like that, like, <laughs> like I saw that, I saw that uh, Superman sketch. I went, that was damn good. I'm actually looking, like I haven't been really been that big at John Romero Jr.'s work in a while, mm-hmm. because his work's in very hit or miss. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, optimistic to see what he's gonna do. So
0: right on, man. All right, let's let's uh, move on here. Uh, what what name a comic that is underrated? Just one though.
1: Okay. Oh God. <laughs> this is this is brutal, son. I've actually thought about this too, because under It's there's a few of them out there that that are underrated. I mean, oh god, oh man. I did not mean to go so ummy, but there it's more umming because of the fact that there's a lot of underrated series.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to choose from. I hear you.
1: This is one of the situations where it is. I. You know, one series I actually wish people would dis- would discover that, that I think got kind of heavily lost in the shuffle is Have you ever heard? It's a Keith Giffen series he did back in the back in around the late '90s with with uh, Mike McCone actually. I believe called Vexed. No, he doesn't have, have doesn't ring
0: any bells. No, it
1: only lasted six issues. Yeah, and it's me and some other dude on some obscure internet that probably knows of it. Nice, and, but. But vexed is the god of bad luck. Oh, nice! And the story is this entire pantheon of all these obscure gods get knocked out, get knocked out of their pantheon, and get sent to Earth.
2: Hmm.
1: And vexed is, and since he, and since he's a god, he, he's so he's pretty much he's ultra, he's pretty much he doesn't have any superpowers, he has. He's pretty much nigh-invulnerable, though. He can't really do anything to him, but he's the god of bad luck, so all this bad, weird shit happens to him. <laughs> like, there's an there's a crazy story that's that has to be seen to be believed of him eating at a, an infected hamburger with a biological weapon.
0: That's interesting.
1: And the whole issue is set up in such a way that it's like these biological weapons are like, what is this body? Like, we're in, what? We don't know what's going on. And that's, and the issue is structured by Vex going throughout his day and him kind of going, man, I don't, I have a rumbly tummy. I don't really feel that good. But he's fine. He's just like, mm, this is weird. And he's, <laughs> and it's really, and the kind of the story structure is very, actually, it's actually pretty genuinely funny. But <laughs> it's a, but it's also in, and also if anyone's ever heard of it, I mean, it's I, you're not finding this online, but the six issues should be relatively easy to get a hold of. I mean, they're they and it's also a really it's one of those weird Keith Giffen projects that had six issues and done. I mean
0: Who who was the publisher? DC. Really?
1: It was the period where Keith Giffen was doing comics and they had like six issue run, done, twelve issue run, if you're lucky. Um It's not a comicsology or anything like that? It's not a comicsology. It is. Like, of course, if you have the DC Scribble Knots game, you can actually find Vex in the game. Really? You can type him in and you'll find him in five seconds. It's really funny. I mean, you can find him, Um, Hitman, all sorts of weird ass characters. I mean, it's
0: that's cool. Kind of I like Hitman. Like
1: Hitman, because I don't, I would actually price, I would, I would almost tend to say Hitman, but Hitman's not really underrated because everyone, because most comic fans know Hitman's a damn awesome series. Mm. And. Vex is one of the series I think just kind of got lost in the shuffle of the late nineties. Yeah, I'd say.
0: there was a, a plethora true. of shit coming out in the nineties.
1: I mean, it's like major bummer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's another that well, that's another good one that <laughs> got that, one. that got lost in the shuffle. Like, but Major Bummer has a reprint from Dark Horse that's out there. Mm-hmm. Like Vex, yeah. <laughs> you're never getting that republished. It that yeah. that comic was one. That I I mean it because I was just getting back in the comics when this came out and I picked it out because I thought it looked funny nice. and and I I thought it looked fun and I read it and it was just and I just realized later I'm like am I the only one reading this Oh God
0: <laughs> that, so, that that might have a nice turnover value in a few years then it might because
1: I it might. but it's like I I'm like it's like me and some dude in. Somewhere probably knows of this series. Yeah, that's check it out. It's really fun. And six okay, seasons, six
0: well now more people are gonna know.
1: More people are gonna know. Yes. Maybe me, some dude on the on the outer reaches of the internet, and, and me. however nice people, hi, <laughs> decided to check this. Check out this this lovely little interview with me.
0: Cool. All right. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure comic or character?
1: Okay, here's the thing about the term guilty pleasure. There are truly no guilty pleasures. Okay. If you like something, you like it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I mean, there's nothing really, like, I'll tell you, a comic. I actually really like most people like, like they were not the best comics, but they were drawn damn pretty. As I like the Street Fighter comics, they were at. They did a lot. Oh, wasn't that Udon or something? Udon did them. Right. They were. They. The writing was very hit or miss. hmm But the art was damn pretty. And it, and it and it gave me what I was looking for. I was yep. looking for a comic that gave me a lot of big, smashy action. And hell yeah, I got big, smashy, freaking fighting action. And it was fun. And cause I think... Here's the thing about comics. I think some people forget that comics are fun. Hmm. Not all <laughs> comics need to be Shakespeare.
0: See, now, if this was set in 1979 and we asked this question... The answer would be every comic, because, you know, you'd be almost, uh, you'd be put down in a lot of uh, places, I think. Like, if you were, I don't think people were as, rare, uh, he's uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? You wouldn't see a lot of people reading these comics in the public, you know? Correct. Uh, most, most, you know, like if you were an adult, say. I Correct. Mean, for, if it was a kid, sure, but if you were like our age back then. No. Right. So that's kind of what I was kind of. That's the way I'm looking at it. Like, what comic do I read that I f- kind of feel guilty for reading? And and my answer would have to be My Little Pony right now. Only reason that I'm reading it though is because my kid can't read, it. and guess who I'm reading it to? But exactly, I don't go around telling everybody lie. that.
1: Oops. And that's <laughs> awesome. That that you that you're and that you, My Little Pony is that's not a hard about, and, read. and it's and it's actually and it's a neat little I kind of I kind of call it My Little Pony a neat little gateway drug to it is man to getting kids in the comics and. Yeah. And it's like, like outside, and because, because like, because I've because actually another because like, if I had this, and I'm trying to think of a guilty, guilty character that I like that I think is really not, hmm, not really many guilty pleasure characters. I hmm,
2: something I really
1: think. like, but are ashamed to admit
2: to.
1: Hmm. <laughs> you I don't really have one. I I have read comics. I'm guilty forever reading because I wish I would have never read them in my life. <laughs> but no really guilty characters that I that I like because what characters I like I like. I don't really have anyone I'm guilty for liking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I just, there's comics I'm guilty. I wish I would have never read. Like I, said, I, I will say, there's comics I wish I never would have read. But there's like guilty characters. I mean,
0: oh god. I, well, I think that's efficient, man. Like, honestly, I don't think... You know, the first couple of times I asked this question, I was like, this is kind of a stupid question.
1: So... I mean, guilty... Ple- I mean, like I said, guilty pleasures... There are... There is no such thing as a guilty pleasure, but I see what you're going for, like, counting through guilty mm-hmm. of reading of that. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and it's... But I, th- I think it's like... My, my thing is... If you are reading anything, watching anything, reading anything whatever what if if you like it own it Mm -hmm. if you like watching bad reality tv own it
0: that's my wife
1: it's like like, yeah it's like whatever you like watching Mm -hmm. if you like it Mm -hmm. there's nothing to be ashamed of if you if you like watching cheesy stupid if you like watching cheesy stupid uh sitcoms from that are like so bad but by god you like watching them own it. I mean, I've, trust me, I used, I like, I like at one point, like, what was it? And it's like, most people are, would not be shocked by this, but I, when those, I, when those, I love the seventies, eighties, nineties, thousand shows were on, were on DH one here in the States back in the day. I used to jam through entire marathons of those mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. I loved it. I watched those and I ate them up <laughs> like gibble.
0: You, you sent that question home. Good job. Thank you. I understand. Okay, let's move on here. Uh, What comic character do you feel like you are the most? Wait, something like that. I I it, but I messed it up. Comic character you feel you are most like, or wish you were?
1: Hmm. Ooh. I that's a good one. That's actually a really good one. I probably pre-New Fifty Two Superman. That's definitely. (laughs) I think if if everyone. If everyone was a little bit more like Superman, this world would be a better place. I'm, because that dude is the most genuinely good character in comics. I mean, mm-hmm. probably one of the most genuinely decent guys in comics is Superman, and I've always respected his like. He's he doesn't want to he 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 doesn't want to be a jerk, and he also does he also doesn't he wants to be a good guy. And I, he can be this person that can do tremendous amounts of damage, but he doesn't want to. He wants to be the guy that. He saves the world, and he's but he's very noble about it, and that's what I like about pre-New Fifty Two Superman, and because I, and it's funny because it's funny because people that's why a lot of people were very disgruntled about Man of Steel. <sighs> wow, were they disgruntled yeah, about
0: Man of Steel? That's that's a whole other story.
1: But but yeah, I mean, New Man of Steel was basically New Fifty Two Superman. Oh yeah. Yes, I just went there.
0: No, I, it's true. He didn't have the shorts on, so who else could it be?
1: And It's but. I mean, that's what they were going <laughs> for. And I mean, Superman, the Superman Preview 52 was a lot more of a noble, a noble heroic character. Mm-hmm. And I, please, pretty, any comments, any comments, send send to Earl at, send to Earl, E T N O T R, N T underscore N O T R on Twitter. <laughs> any, co- any comments of, on, if you have any issues with what I say, send it to him. He'll love to hear from you. <laughs> a lot.
0: I'll second that motion.
1: <laughs> Nothing I,
0: wrong with that, man.
1: So, but yeah. I would mean, be... dude, I I don't know. That's *Previews* through *Superman* is probably one of my favorite. Probably would be a character I'd be I'd love to be more like. Mm. And I mean, because my because I have my own personal life policy, which is don't be a dick. <laughs> and that's my that's my personal life policy. Because mm. it came from Will Wheaton. Because ever since I read his read read like what heard that word of don't be a dick i went that's a good life motto i'm gonna follow by that forever is don't be a dick so yeah so and then superman that's probably that's a lot of how he is so i think that's probably why i've always jived with superman comics and why i've always jived with a, like a lot of that is now i'm trying to think of like i think character i'm i'm trying to think of because most characters out i get like because everyone, has most like, character, I'm probably, mo- I like, might trying to think of what character I'd be most like, though. That would be interesting. I, I mean, I did get I, not like some. Some of them I feel like Hawkeye on some occasions, like the dude who just keeps getting constantly beat the heck up, and it's like <laughs> I'm keep coming. It's if like you're have, still you're, on did, the have team. you? Did you ever read? Um, did you? Ever, did you read the Loki uh, Agent of Asgard they did recently? No. Um, a very funny scene in there of, of Hawkeye playing a video game and he's playing and it's like, they just keep shooting at me. And Black Widow's going, it's a fishing simulator. <laughs> I know, but in every game I play, they keep shooting at me. That's I don't know why. And I, I mean, I think, I think the more human characters in the comments, I think we're all more, I think. I think it's like either like we're all like that's why I say Hawkeye's comic is probably very popular because like the way Matt Fraction writes Hawkeye we can all kind of relate to Mm -hmm. Hawkeye.
0: More contemporary Spider-Man ish. What is it? It's more of a contemporary Spider-Man take.
1: Correct. It's much more of a contemporary. He's like he's very much Hawkeye. We can all kind of relate to Hawkeye. We can all kind of relate to his adventures outside Mm -hmm. of being a superhero.
0: Yeah because like Batman he doesn't exactly have superpowers at the moment.
1: Correct. Superman, I mean, Batman in the. Batman is is a guy who. He's a god. He He's a guy who's basically the. Who has every solution to everything. But none of us can. I mean, it's always funny because the reason why Batman, people always say, well, Batman the because you can be Batman. No, you, you can. technically could try, but you could you'd try. have to have a whole shit ton of cash. Exactly. And you'd have to be. You could say the
0: same thing about Iron Man, then.
1: And Iron Man, you could be, but. You'd have to have a whole shit ton of cash and you'd want to try to build your own giant set of armor.
0: And you have to be pretty. Don't forget.
1: You have to be pretty.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: have to be yeah and
0: Your parents need you, to be dead.
1: And your parents need to be dead. That's <laughs> Spider Man and Batman, I mean. That I think that's why I think that's why a lot of people just look at these characters and go, There's certain characters that you just go, Yeah. Like it's like some characters like, yeah, it's like yeah, like D C pre two a lot of the characters are very unrealistically like very like very more but I, I kind of I think that's why a lot of people miss about I think that's why if you ever get Superman fans very waxing nostalgic on Superman is we kind of liked having a character like Superman who was good to be good mm-hmm. and now we get Superman now who I know though I have read a bit I have been reading bits of Greg Pox stuff and damn he writes a good Superman
0: I'm gonna have to check that stuff out. It's you know,
1: right? Yeah, and that's like the Superman that I kinda would like to see more of in the New Fifty Two. That's the comic mm-hmm. I read. I went, oh, I would like to see more of this Superman. Mm-hmm. This is a good Superman that I like to see more of. So I'm like, I'm seeing the glimpses of the Superman that I liked in New Fifty Two coming back. Nice, because, but yeah, I, I went a little bit of a rainy high right there. But no,
0: that's fine, brother. I expect no less. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's move on to the next one then. Um, um, uh, Who is the most annoying character in your opinion?
1: Oh God, uh, this is like there's I I actually read that question a few times in thinking about this because
0: I think it really needs to be your personal opinion. Like, I don't be concerned about offending anybody.
1: And they're like, fictional characters. Annoying, annoying characters in comics. Ooh. Can I tweak with this a little? Sure. I will say annoying period of comics. When they were trying to shove Deadpool down our throats every five freaking minutes. hmm That was... Because it's like, it we're going to have a Deadpool annoying. movie, right? Are we? They, they don't know yet, but... Oh. like We're going to have a Deadpool movie, right? Yeah, we're going to put Deadpool in all of the things. So, like, Deadpool team-up, Deadpool corpse, Deadpool... Mm-hmm. Deadpool. And now they still try to do the Deadpool comics, but I can tell now there's more of a game plan for yeah. the Deadpool comic swarm than just putting Deadpool in all of the things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was probably the most annoying period. I mean, I am... And if I can think, if I can actually think of an annoying character in the midst of this, um, there... I... Oh Dude,
0: he's annoying. That guy never shuts up.
1: You know... Okay, dupe. Here's actually an interesting thing about dupe is, I would say dupe worked for ecstatics. Yep. Yep. He worked best for ecstatics, and when I heard they're giving dupe a new miniseries, I went. "Um,
0: Yeah. What are they gonna do with that?
1: That's what. I I don't mind dupe, Mm -hmm. but I went. Dupe worked for that series. He worked for the X Force ecstatics thing because he was just so. Strange, but I'm like, but then they keep trying to it's like, they keep trying to bring Duke back, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, let's see what you can do with this. I mean, Jason Aaron didn't do a bad job. I I actually like the issue, the Duke standalone issue they did with yeah. that was actually pretty fun.
0: Wolverine funny. And the X Men
1: with the uh, Wolverine X Men and Mike yeah. Allred drawing the issue that was actually pretty good.
2: That was the best. One.
1: That was actually pretty solid. Nice. And I mean, I mean, and then there's. I would say also, oh Lord, yeah. I because I've actually tried reading some of these, like the the Chris Claremont the early the early days of Jubilee in the X Men. Okay, <sighs> she was. Have you ever re- you've read some of those Jubilee, like when no. Chris Claremont was trying to establish Jubilee in the X Men comics?
0: I, I don't like Jubilee. I hated her in the cartoon.
1: Yeah, I I, I, I actually kind of I might I think I blocked it out because I read I'm like oh she was bad, like early Jubilee. It's like,
0: I, I didn't like how she seemed to be the replacement for Kitty Pride.
1: Yeah. Because,
0: you know, like Wolverine uh, was kind of a mentor to Kitty, in that, and all of a sudden he's a mentor to Jubilee, and they carried that over into the comics. And I play. <laughs> and,
1: and, and, that, and they've redeemed Jubilee now.
0: What? She's a vampire now, isn't she? But
1: she's a vampire, and it took them 20 years to figure out any, like 20 something years to do anything with her. Because cause in the cartoon, now Jubilee was really bad in the cartoon series. Ugh. If anyone of the Jubilee fan the cartoon series, send your send your complaints to to <laughs> at E R underscore N O T R on Twitter. You betcha. And, and but and so pretty so I would say that Jubilee would but Jubilee in the Animated Series is probably my that would probably be my most annoying. Yeah. That would probably be my Jenny, Jubilee in those x-men the animated series can we include animated series you
0: bet this? you we can and i totally accept this answer
1: because that was bad
0: even though i, kind even of I it was to you, a kid
1: whatever. i even went <laughs> i even kind of like jubilee it's like like they were trying they had her in to be the kid, the relate, the, the kids can relate to no yeah no kids don't relate to jubilee kids find her kind of annoying it's like hey but here's this cool wolverine guy mm. who has Claws and he never cycles.
0: stabs anybody. Look
1: out! Who can who can shoot things and mm-hmm. and we and here's here's Storm and here's and here's Gambit who. My everyone favorite liked,
0: thing about that show was always seeing the guest guest people like they wouldn't have lines or anything, but just to see them in the background. I like, hey, cool.
1: It's like here's Captain Britain. Oh, Captain Britt. No. Nope. Yeah. Oh, here's Captain- <laughs> no. Nope. And here, no. Like, I was kind of always hoping they'd actually make like Nightcrawler a regular cast member, mm-hmm. but they never did. They just kind of stuck with their like normal cast play. and they didn't really tweak from mm-hmm. tweak too much with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, never I always did. thought that was kind of weird for the X Men series back in the day. They didn't tweak with their cast and they just kind of kept to that mm-hmm. rigid
0: cast mold. What can you say? Those that, that was the AV aired uh, period.
1: Yeah, I know that was oh. that was the 90s. I yeah. know. 90s Fox.
0: There you go. Alright, brother. Uh, who's your favorite comic couple? Oh.
1: <sighs> okay. Not not Scott and Jean Grey. I could actually really not give a shit because that freaking couple's the most messiest couple in comics history. Mm-hmm. Oh, one God. Of- that couple's a mess. Mm-hmm. You ever seen anything? God. Um. <laughs> probably one of the... I mean, probably one of the the bet right one of the oh god the best re, best comic couples hmm. it was really funny I never actually I never actually think because people people will ask me like like what relationship do I like in comics I'm like I never really think about it a lot of mm-hmm. times and mm-hmm. if I have to think on it in a minute I mean the classic my my favorite is this is going to sound like a broken record but Superman Lois Lane
0: yeah nothing wrong with that I
1: love. Their relationship is still one of my favorites. That's why... That's kind of like my, my annoyed point in the 52 sometimes is mm-hmm. they broke that up and I always kind of miss that relationship and how they interacted with each other.
0: You never know when I but back. And, and,
1: but I, but I, and I, I, if they ever do it, cool, but I actually like that a lot and I think they had a very genuinely cool relationship. So that'd, yes. be, that'd be a good relationship.
0: All right. Good answer. Uh, I wouldn't call it generic. Oh, it's the first person to give that answer, but... Alright, let's uh keep it rolling here. Best series being published right now, in your opinion.
1: Oh wow. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of good series. I would say consistent series. I, I'd have to say Saga. Really? Saga's probably the one of the most consistently strong series going in comics it's right now. Very popular too. It's consistent, it's strong. You can't it, it's why it's why I will like you. I will probably never review an issue of Saga because it's like, it's good.
0: And it's good, and then it gets good, and then it gets better, and, and then it gets good, better. It's, it's good. It's there's better. Nothing, when, when a series
1: yeah. is so strong. Yeah. You becomes, wait till it's over
0: you, before you comment. Kind like
1: you can't really review it. It's like it's <laughs>
0: yeah. good. No, I mean,
1: I it's like you almost want to just put the review. This is good. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm good. I'm gonna go read it again.
1: I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna five just write five, it again. Man. You want me? You want me just write <laughs> this is good for. Three, four, per, four, four, per, four paragraphs. Yeah. I'll do it. Uh, if you want me to do, uh, I'm like, in, like it's, it'd be the more positive version of Spider Jerusalem's, like saying fuck 3000 words and Stranded Metropolitan. So I could do the most positive version of it and just go, this is good, this is good, this is good, this is good, this is good. But it'd get old. So, I mean, there are some comics that you just get tired of. Re- it's like, there's some comics like, it's like how, like there's probably some people probably think like The Walking Dead. And people don't review. People don't really review The Walking Dead all the time because I see people do it, but it's just, not an entertaining comic gonna... to review. I, like, I don't know. okay, sure. It's not. A, it's not an entertaining comic to review all the time, anyway. So, but yeah. I mean, Saga is like, and Saga to me is one of those comics that it's really strong, it's really good, and it's probably my favorite on the market right now. I mean, there's, and this is like, and it's probably and it's very popular opinion, but it is a true opinion is. It's a good damn comic. You can, you like you can probably read that comic. You could probably you can reread that comic and still find something cool about it. Like, mm-hmm. like, well, Eric, what would you? What would be your favorite comic right now?
0: Or oh, right now? Uh, jeez, mm, put you
1: on the spot.
0: Yeah, I know. How do you do that? Uh, last really good. Comic, I don't know. Favorite comic right now. Rover Red Charlie.
1: I need to read that. I've heard it's really good.
0: It's pretty funny. For three dogs that talk to themselves. Oh, dog, that, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. Is it kind of
1: like a really... Is it kind of like a more it's, slightly it, lighter-hearted, I was, t-
0: I was talking about this in the last episode I did with the boys, and uh, Josh asked me, he said, so is it like Homeward Bound? And I was like, yeah, it's Homeward Bound set in the apocalypse. And that's the best <laughs> possible description I can make of it.
1: I like that. Homeward Bound set in the apocalypse. Yeah. That actually sounds pretty awesome, I'm not yeah. going to lie.
0: Hey, do you know if cats can swim?
1: Cats, they can swim. Okay. Yeah, they can swim. Cats can <laughs> swim. I know because I think, but it's, that they have to be, you, you kind of have to be, the cat has to be, they have to be willing to learn.
0: Oh, they can learn to can, swim, but they do, can, like if you threw a kitten in the, they wouldn't.
1: No. You, okay. you don't, you don't do kitty. But. All right. No <laughs> threw kitty in the water. Kitty will not like the water.
0: It was just a point of contention in the last episode because uh we no, nobody was like
1: can cats swim?
0: I don't know. Can cats swim? I'm like, I don't know, but they sure can't swim in this comic, so
1: i I 'cause I, I've <laughs> had I've had like three cats and so I but I but it's like but it's one of the things where I couldn't like I said, I I have cats that have had that would have never had situations where they've had to swim and nor would I want to because
2: mm-hmm
1: all my cat is like my old I have a 21 year old cat Beth and she and it's like her in water she's like hates the water yeah. I hates it I believe it so most cats like he's like most cats they kind of have to they I think there are as cats who have learned how to swim but it's like. not a natural instinct for the cat
3: to. Okay,
0: cool. let's uh, move on to the next. Story. Um, oh, story. Question.
1: question.
0: Uh, what's the most touching comic book comic book scene that you've read? Ooh. Not touching it's yourself, touching. comic book scene. That's
1: oh yeah. Yes, d Jones Eric went there. I did. I I, I go there every
0: time I've done this interview. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: but and I would say probably the most touching thing I've ever. There's actually been a few. I mean. There's, god shit there's a lot there's actually a few really good ones out there that that will that, that kind of like kind of make me go aww mm. I um, shit um cause I you know actually there's a very oddball comic that I always have had a fondness for that I actually think is really cool. Like, unless you're sure to be touching or cool, but like have you did you ever like probably the one of the better parts of the do you remember that DC World at War comic they did? I remember that it. Crossover. I can't
0: say I've ever read it.
1: So really it's like a bit the big issue where they had this like Imper like big Imperiax invading Earth and Superman wore like the black costume after the fact for like a few issues. Mm. And but there isn't. There was a one shot they did called JSA World at War, and and like out of a lot of worlds where they had like people kind of like a death in one issue or a death in another issue or so forth, and they had, and the issue they said and the, and one of the, I think it was Jay Garrick or something that said where the JSA no one dies. Nice. And it was like oh damn that's awesome that's like the awesome motivational speech like the ultimate speech of like, wait no no one's dying here. And it was like the first one, that the only comic world where I, no one died. It was really awesome how they handled it. And it was probably like the strongest part of that entire crossover. Because was, it was a very hit or miss story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, it, and there are some cool little moments here and there in it. But that JSA Worlds at War is like the strongest story of them all. Because while it has only tangentially a little bit involved in Worlds at War, it's just a good standalone JSA story that, that hangs out in the midst of Worlds at War. So... Very cool. That's a good one, yeah. and 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 it's a little bit obscure too because most people probably be like, "Wait, what's that?"
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty familiar with this stuff, but uh, like I've heard of it, but I've never read it. <clears throat> right on, good answer, man. Uh, okay, so how about this one? What's your dream versus match?
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm, this is a good one. No, I'm I'm actually. I, I, there's a few there's a few very interesting ones. I it would be actually funny. It, it it in the crossover where everyone, anyone, even people who hated Superman would love to see if they would have done a Superman versus the Sentry versus match mm-hmm. back when he was hanging out of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Everyone would be like, kick his ass, kick the Sentry's ass. Because oh, yeah. no one liked the Sentry. Yeah, I did. Well, Sentry in that first mini series they did. Paul that, that really, threw
0: me for, yeah that turned me for a loop i was like
1: what the fuck and that and that worked really well and i would say also parts of dark avengers worked really well in yeah. the century but then by the end of that mm-hmm. bit of the century people were like oh just die
2: mm-hmm.
1: when when he got tore apart it was like oh thank you, you're dead and it's like you're good good bye people would so people would have actually loved to have seen superman century match at one point because Super it's like Sentry was they're like Superman analog. They were gonna
0: mm-hmm.
1: sneak in there and I never like really
0: how they got... brought Hyperion back now, you know? How come they never did that?
1: Hyperion was interesting. I was actually surprised they brought him back. Because he's the
0: same thing, right? He's like a Superman
1: I, He's a Superman analog. I think I think Hyperion mm-hmm. just has a lot more fondness to him because Squadron Supreme was a badass series.
0: Well, started off pretty good, but you know, fizzle
1: I mean uh, the the initial miniseries.
0: Mm-hmm. Maximum power.
1: No, the the oh the, the
0: original, original one. one. Oh. My bad.
1: Grunwald. we no, we're yeah. Grunwald's my my jam on that Squadron Supreme. There I actually go. own that on the bus. So, hmm. and I actually I, I actually would say, that that was probably that was probably one of my that's probably one of the like like that's why I probably brought Arpyrian back, but. Because it, it, it'd, be it'd probably because it actually because the Superman Hyperion would be an entertaining story too, and and you know I actually thought up a more definitive favorite character as we did this. Oh. Dang it! I actually <laughs> thought up because I actually own the omnibus to this that most people who don't who, who most people would not be shot. It's, it's like kind of like my like my favorite character is sentimental and says and actually so am I allowed to, to put a like an extra favorite character? Because sure. it's actually one that's a little bit more.
0: Only for you. I made everybody else stick with their first answer.
1: Slightly. But it's, not, it's, it's more of a slightly personal one. Like, I actually I actually have another one that's a, another favorite that's another... It's much more of one that's a favorite to me because I have... Per- it's uh, Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah? The reason why is that it's actually the one where I really got to discover Steve Gerber's writing. hmm And the character is always a really cool character. It's always been a real... It's really a strong character under his pen. Because if you ever, because I, like I actually got the omnibus to Howard the Duck, and it's one of it's one of the more interesting ones because it's very much one of those characters that explored everything. He could he one of the characters that could explore very strong human elements.
2: It right.
1: could also be hanging out of superheroes. He was one of those people that could hang out in both worlds. He made no real sense in the Marvel universe, but by golly, Steve Gerber made it make sense. Nice and. So yeah, that's the reason why I kind of got a kick out of out of uh Howard the Duck and kinda and kind of like that's what, how I discovered Steve Gerber's writing and kinda got to discover like his defenders run and because have you ever read Steve Gerber's Defenders?
0: No. The I Lord haven't read Steve much Dude. of Steve Gerber, to be honest with you.
1: Dude, um go hunt down his defenders run. Um it's in the essentials. Hmm. It's it's gloriously weird. I like weird. It is gloriously weird. I mean, it's something, it's one of those things where you go. Okay, you can see why it's like Marvel publisher, but it was weird. It's like it was the '70s too, so '70s and because and so the '70s and anything was a weird period, but gloriously weird.
0: Can you, so, okay, I'm just gonna cut you off. Can you hold on a second? Go for it, Chief. Thanks. Debbie, can you
1: fucking turn that down, please? It's it's really loud. Sorry. That's cool. American Idol. Gotcha.
0: Not that cool. All right. Uh, okay. Let's. Uh, um, my supper's almost ready, man. I didn't think it would take us this long. Uh, where are we at? What's your favorite comic book cartoon series?
1: Comic cartoon series. I will. I will say favorite comic cartoon series would be the. Shit. Um, <laughs> that's there's there's a couple of them, but I would say because technically this could count as a comic book series actually it it would be probably as the salmon max freelance police series okay yeah that's a good animated series hmm. most because I, I love the sam and max hit the road video game that mm-hmm. lucas did
2: mm-hmm.
1: so salmon max so so the salmon max series they did with so the sam and Max cartoon series they used a lot of the cart the comic book stories and they actually managed to make them work on fox and it's pretty funny how much stealth weird shit they brought on Fox on that. Even in the midst of Sox's censorship spree, they snuck a few things in there. Nice. I only predicted, actually, that hmm. that uh, Sam, Max's, yeah, Sam Max freelance police, the animated series, definitely my favorite.
0: Man, I'm going to have to check that out.
1: It's really... It's not, it, it's actually out on DVD. Oh, really? It was a complete series.
0: Well, it should be easy to find. Then. Right oh, on. Sure. Okay, how about... Uh, what's one comic you think everyone should read?
1: Ooh, there's, there's a few actually. Um, like the one comic that doesn't have to be like just one single issue? A
0: Trade paperback, I would say. Trade paperback? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, you know, actually, I would tell people to read one of my favorite series is a very. I drew about it on Crux before before it ended. Um, just just like when the early days of Crux, before this, that's when it started. Um, Mark, you ever, remember Mark Wade and Barry Kitson's uh, Empire? I no I like oh it does,
0: I, I I never read it but I, I've heard of it.
1: It was published under uh used the the under the gorilla comics line right for a short time then uh DC got it and DC published the like the second miniseries. and mm. it is a really good I think everyone's read it at least once because it's very like a lot of these like how villains got set up in comics to be able to be like lead characters. A lot of this stuff came from empire like a lot of the groundwork for this a lot of, the, kind of like the like the modern setup of it was set up in empire in hmm. my opinion hmm. i mean and it's like empire was was one of the most interesting it was a very interesting comic it and it basically involved the bad guy taking over the world
0: Ooh, I like and now
1: and the bad guy having to now but instead of taking the world he went. Well, oh shit! Now, he, now he's taking over the world. Now he has to, to make sure the trains run on time, make sure everything's taken care of in the world, make sure electricity's running, all that good stuff. Because if he doesn't make sure everything's still running right, they'll rebel and go and and uh. will
0: uh, be nothing to rule over. Him.
1: So, yeah. so and observe him. So he pretty much so he makes sure everything runs on time because he still makes sure everything runs, everything's going. Just they're under the benevolent rule of an of of a of an evil of an evil empire just so yeah it's a very interesting book and it and it's a very cool series that you'll probably never see more of because i think because I, I think dc still owns something of it as way published it there
2: mm-hmm. for
1: that it's creator-owned series but it's very quirky so and they and ways kind of said there probably won't be any other empire for so yeah. he, i don't think he seemed like he's interested in ever doing any more for right now so
0: oh, we'll,
2: we'll see we'll, but i, we'll I, wait I definitely recommend
1: flip it.
0: over and then you watch It'll come back.
1: Oh, I, I'd love it. Yep. You'll if it, if I hear the words "more empire" from Mark Wade, that'll be a very happy day. Yeah, I'll, I'll be it. on Twitter like a little hat, like going. Everyone, read that trade now.
0: Cool, man. I'm gonna have to check that out. You can't go wrong with Mark Wade.
1: It's out of print, but it, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to find. You can. Damn be, it! <laughs> it's easy to find. I mean, it's you should be able to find. Like,
0: check your local library, kids.
1: Check your check your library. Check your check your youth bookshop. Night, like mm-hmm. you'll probably find it easily for about eight to ten
0: nice very cool all right uh how about a book you've read more than five times can be a trade can be a this single
1: interesting actually there's a couple of books that i've read a lot of times i would say you know i've read kingdom come that's one i have read a lot me too i like kingdom come i really like that series that is like more mark
0: wade
1: is, i love mark it. Mark Wade is Mark Wade, what he did with Kingdom Come, outside of when DC decided to milk that sucker for all it's worth, mm-hmm. but in that that initial mini series, that was really good what they did with it. It was very, it was very, it was a very cool examination into, like, okay, this is what the next generation of superheroes would be like. Okay, they're cutting loose. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so. And now the Ulterior three come in and it's like, well, crap, now the world's really screwed up because now they have to play even more cleanup. And it's a very interesting like examination to the legacies, of the, into the legacy concept of the DC universe. Yeah. And while hoping that they need, I think mean, they need someone to kind of rein the legacy in a little bit to yeah. keep them from losing their dang minds. And
0: it, It's almost like The Dark Knight Returns, but for Superman.
1: It, for Superman and... Yeah. For almost the entire dc universe yeah as it is like a giant yeah dc universe because everyone kind of has a moment where they have to go mm-hmm. oh like like he, like he, and it was also one of the things that really helped establish his, did an interesting thing with shazam and yes and captain marvel and showing and, that whole thing
0: yeah <laughs> and you see that get milked for everything like especially in the animated series nowadays anything oh God, with shazam's and yeah. he he does that move on everybody like
1: like everyone, <laughs> after they did that in Kingdom Come, yeah. everyone has yeah. that scene now.
0: It's awesome. That's why.
1: It's really good. Yeah, it, is it is really good. I just, that's like that's old why. Old that's, old why old. That, that's probably my dream animated movie. If they ever, if they ever can figure out a way to do it, mm-hmm. would be Kingdom Come. Hey, they like, might do it one day, day man.
0: They might, but they, they might, might have
1: They no, do they don't. They want to try to keep Alex Ross's animated. So, I mean, don't try to ape Alex Ross's. Sins. No,
0: you can't. You can't.
1: Just kind to do your own thing and. Exactly. It'll work, and let's do it as a PG thirteen uh, miniseries for DVD, and it'd be awesome. Nice,
0: well said, awesome. man. Thank you. Um, tell me your current comic themed wallpaper: your phone, your PC, your tablet, whatever you got.
1: Actually, it's funny. My phone has a Howard the Duck wallpaper on
0: it. Nice. Right
1: That's why I kind of glad I mentioned it because yeah, I have a Howard the Duck and uh, Howard the Duck and Man Thing. It was from the films, uh, oh. actually. Oh, really? The, uh, the it was like the Frank it was the Frank Bruner cover because Frank Bruner was one of the ori- was one it was like one of the original artists on the Howard the Duck series and he did a lot of work with it and that's and he, and he did the on the bus cover and Perfect. he did one of them anyway and it was, that's the one I have and it's like yeah that's my uh, wallpaper my phone it was kind of like oh this would be awesome wallpaper so cool, yeah. that's right now my wallpaper
0: okay you don't have any comic theme on your, on your computer? My you're my talking computer, to me on your computer. I don't have anything
1: on my computer right now. I mean, nope. my, I did have, a, I, I had like a, I had a jl 80 on my computer at one point, but then mm-hmm. I had to do a, I had to do a massive, uh, I had to do like, I I updated my driver and I had to, and then I updated my driver, my 3D driver on my computer and it, went, it made everything go haywire.
0: So you had to format.
1: So I had to tweak around and Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've never, I had, AS I've never updated to a new wallpaper or anything like that.
0: Oh well, see, I'll, I bet you that's the first. But thing it actually, to it, when it'll encourage
1: me now. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, uh, we don't do the next question because um, there's no pictures involved.
2: Yeah.
0: Funniest comic book scene, in your opinion? <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's Deadpool related, it, or it could be Howard the Duck.
1: It could be. It's actually probably there's there's a few classic ones. I mean, there, there's all, of course, there's a, the the perennial, the the perennial favorite that, that should at least be appreciated by comic fans at least once is, of course, is, of course, the legend of, is, of course, the legend of One Punch. That should be appreciated. It's not the funniest, funniest scene, but it's definitely up there.
0: Hmm.
1: Because the legend of One Punch.
0: The legend of One Punch, isn't that Batman and Greg Gardner?
1: Yep. (laughs) And then, and then, and then, uh, and I can remember who... Yeah, I think it was... Ble- going One punch!
0: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Justice League International, wasn't it? Yep.
1: I, yeah. That's actually one of my uh, favorite comics out there. Nice. I, I,
0: I remember reading that when it first came out.
1: I got the trade. Actually, have the hard to it. And, nice. And I... I actually... I would say probably... But probably the... There, there's actually a very... There's actually... But the funniest scene in comic. There's a few out there. Um... I'm trying to think here. There's a lot of really funny. There are a few really funny ones. I mean, I would say actually a really funny recent one was when I was when I was just read when I was reading the uh, the Loki Agent of Asgard and and this and the the hilarity of that Hawkeye scene was actually probably one of my funniest recent scenes because uh, Hawkeye is like everyone's trying to kill me. Why do they keep trying to kill me? And then Loki flies down the window, going "Hello,"
2: because
1: hmm. he's on like a secret mission for some, for a certain thing in the, in, in Avengers Tower, and he gets knocked off by Thor, off of the ledge, and he goes "Hello," hmm. like you've got to be kidding me. Nice. And then of course the and but, I would say the absolute plan was probably, was, probably the um, probably probably when Hawkeye was dealing with the bros yeah bro hey bro you've heard you know the.
0: i, I think i've heard of that Anthony you know hawkeye
1: house like bro yeah bro hey bro hey bro yeah like probably Anthony hawkeye is like comedy gold lately
0: mm, i've heard that
1: because but yeah that hawkeye with the bros is actually really funny because it's like that's almost like an entire issue of crazy nut- but it's like but some of that stuff is really funny and genuinely pretty cool stuff because and by the way, I'm glad when that touching when the touching scene question came up that you didn't ask me an animated series because, oh, God, that would... <laughs> there's a couple that...
0: Okay, that whoa.
1: An <laughs> anime like, touching, like, yeah, as a yeah, you're yeah. inducing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I believe it. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the next question here. Uh, who do you think is the most useless villain? Oh, God.
1: Um, probably... Even though I get a kick out of him, Doctor Bong.
0: Doctor Bong.
1: Doctor Bong.
0: What's that from?
1: It's from Howard the Duck, actually. Oh, okay. He actually popped up in a Deadpool issue too, and a couple. Of... You ever heard of Doctor oh, Bong?
0: No. Sounds He's like something from the Fabulously Free
1: He has a giant bell. Wears a giant bell on his head. Okay. And he has a bell on, oh. on his shirt. Saying Doctor Bong and
0: Doctor Bong, gotcha. My brain was thinking of something else.
1: I know that's <laughs> what everyone thinks, and that's why I was very explaining this very carefully.
0: I know you're so, like a bell, and I'm like, okay, was So, he, so actually, he on. was
1: Doctor Bong, he'd be very useless to be like, hey.
0: He wouldn't be a villain. i that.
1: Chill. <laughs> he'd be, he'd be like, hey, chilling. How's it
0: going? I'm your villain. Sup? Yeah, exactly.
1: You want to take a hit, man?
0: No, not quite.
1: Cool. Okay.
0: <laughs> he, he, I mean, uh, I'd be
1: like, uh, but yeah, Doctor Bong just a villain with a bell on his head.
0: He'd be Brad he pop- from True Ram- Romance. You mean? What was it? Ever, True Romance. You remember that movie?
1: I've never seen that movie.
0: You've never seen True Romance? That's what Brad Pitt. I've never is. seen he, it. He would be Doctor Bong in that movie. <laughs> oh that's God. all he does is smoke weed and sits on the couch.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I need to see True Romance now. Yeah, that's be- a good movie.
0: Okay, Doctor Bong. That's funny. Bong. He's got a bell on his head. All right, uh, oh, who's your favorite B-list character? That's kind of a.
1: There's a lot. Are... Probably my favorite B-list character in my heart of hearts is probably Ambush Bug. Oh yeah, okay. I I love Ambush Bug. I actually have, I actually have a Ambush Bug hero clicks, and. I all it's like I own a lot of ambushes. I love ambush bug. Ambush bug's the coolest little b I kind of I kind of find it funny. He's just hanging out in the new fifty two at doing that channel fifty two stuff, popping up in that. Hmm. I do get a kick out of it, but he is so beeless. I mean, he's just <laughs> a beloved B-list because he's so strange.
0: That's a and good answer, man. I like that one.
1: I like ambush bug. He's my favorite. He breaks the fourth feet he, he he breaks the fourth wall. He was probably and he also did it very very hilariously. And he also has a Though I never did, like, though that weird series, remember that, that weird Year Zero they did with Ambush Bug? No. Very bad, very weird series, because they, they had to change up the ending because they didn't like the original ending for it, so they just said, ah, oh, we're changing it. Hmm. And they never really said why they changed it for them, as far as I know. Editorial but Mandate. Editorial Mandate, change it. <laughs> so they had to make like, a new issue and all sorts of weird shit, so. Weird. But yeah, Ambush Bug... He's near and dear to my heart. It's why every bit or so I'll go on Twitter saying, saying, every, saying, tell people, hey, like, I, you know, as you make an ambush bug movie, most other people be like, what? Who? <laughs> but people see him in the 52s, at least they know him now. They'll go, oh, ambush bug. Yeah, he
0: doesn't have much exposure. But he's actually year. pretty
1: easy to get a hold of. They actually did a showcase of, of every ambush bug appearance. Really? Like, at one, like, well, like, everyone before, like, year zero, but. They actually were. They did a showcase, and it had like, and it had his uh, first appearance, and and a Gibbons action comics, and a couple other things, and then his miniseries and the specials they did. Nice.
0: All right, good answer. Uh, yeah. wh- what comic book city or universe do you wish you lived in?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, probably if I had to choose, the comic city. It was really funny. I took a BuzzFeed sit, and someone said I live in Gotham. I went, "Really?"
0: That's the popular answer.
1: But I prefer Metropolis.
0: Okay, a little cleaner there.
1: Much more bright. You might have much more bright, much more fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have probably bigger villains that pop up there, but you have a Superman flying about that can deal with them pretty handily. So. I'd be much more inclined for Metropolis than anything.
0: Nice. I, I like how every time I ask this question, the answer is always a DC city. Probably because they have uh, <laughs> made-up cities.
1: They have made-up cities. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like Marvel Universe. There's really yeah.
0: they just like, try to reflect real life all the they're, time.
1: They're breaking real life, and they have mm-hmm. their and the cities are pretty much nondescript cities. I mean, there are cities that are that are set in our world, and DC has all these made-up cities that you can yeah. just hang out in.
0: I hear you. Cool, man. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, last two guys who answered that said they wanted to move to Gotham so they could become a Batman villain.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. That's great.
0: That's weird to me, but whatever Turn John, I guess. All right. Uh, what's your favorite superpower or skill? Like, Ooh, yeah.
1: superpower. I would. Yeah, I, I am a big fan of flying. Because mm-hmm. I would like to fly. Mm-hmm. Flying would be awesome. I, of course, my flying right now would be the freakazoid flying. Like you seen the anime series Freakazoid, right?
0: No, I'm not that. Freakazoid hip, man. <laughs> flew
1: with like fre- Freakazoid in the animated series would, in the series would always do this like flying where he'd go, whoosh, and he'd have his hands up like in a fly- in a fake flying motion, going like, hey, okay, I'm gonna fly now. Go up, go up, up. Come on, come on, yeah, up. Nice. No, oh, I can't fly. So that was like in the first episode of the series when he when first when he realized oh crap, I can't fly when he was trying to figure out his powers. Nice. And yeah, that's what it, like but yeah, I like I always liked flying. Then That's cool. Yeah, flying's fun.
0: I would like to be able to fly too, just not on a plane.
1: Yeah, me I don't and like planes. planes. I don't like planes that well either. Yeah. I'm not I, I I flew on a plane when I was a kid in Las Vegas and the first the plane right there was awesome. The plane ride back, rain, thunder. A
0: little scary, was it?
1: It was bad, and uh, I went, and I was like, "Ground! <laughs> I can see the ground! It's coming!
0: We're coming ground. in for landing, son!" That oh, sucked. Yeah, nice. Okay, uh, who is your current favorite writer? Because when I read that question, man, I can't pick one.
1: There's a that's a tough one. I mean, like. There's a lot. There's actually a lot of good writers coming up. I think.
0: Right? Well, I think a lot of people go through cycles, especially writers. Do you know what I mean?
1: Like, I, I would say what's interesting is like, I I would like probably a few years ago you probably would ask probably would have been Warren Ellis and that yeah. and but then it's been random, been changing a lot mm-hmm. lately. It's been like either probably either a few years ago back probably would have been Robert Kirkman a few years before that. And Now it's really? been kind of been like a lot of like either like. Like I said, is one of my favorite consistent books, and Brian K. Vaughn's probably been though you're not gonna see him do much more than Saga because Brian K. Vaughn has T V to do.
0: That's and, true. And
1: that's Robert true. Kirkman, and Robert Kirkman has TV to do. Mm-hmm. But he's still doing at least a couple three books.
0: Mm, that's still, true.
1: Doing T V in three books, but and he's but and if you but uh, Brian K. Vaughn's probably the most consistent right now, mm-hmm. though. It's subject to change again because it could because Warren Ellis is kind of kind of getting back into doing regular comics again. Yes, and it'll probably be like interesting to see what is Moon Knight because yeah, because in even appeared. I was a big Garth Ennis fan, so very because cool. Because he's Hitman.
0: That's what I mean. Like that's why I say current favorite writer because
1: because will probably you be start like,
0: thinking like, about it and your brain kind of lapses on itself. Enough. I
1: mean, I would say like definitely it'd definitely be Brian Cave on right now, Nothing but wrong with that. it can always change. Oh way. yeah.
0: No, for sure. I understand that hundred percent. I mean, what's my answer right now? Well, damn, that's I'm back to I Garth said. Ennis, you know,
1: Garth so. Ennis has been, like I said, I'm, like I say Garth Ennis will play. If I like Caliban, I'll mm-hmm. probably, I'll probably be like, oh, Garth Ennis. I, freaking yeah. love him. I
0: right. missed you, man. I missed you, man. Yeah. That's, back, brother. that's the way I get with it. Okay. Uh, What's a comic book second volume which disappointed you? It's kind of a harder question, but I've heard some interesting answers.
1: You know, like actually, it's interesting. Um, I, I would say pro- probably when they did when they tried when when like Marvel Zombies came out. and I liked the first series of Marvel Zombies because it was just so strange, but then the second volume, that's when I went, oh god, they're gonna milk this fucker for all <laughs> and it's like and then Margaret kirkman came back for that second and it was like oh i cannot man really it was bad it was not it wasn't it wasn't that but it just was like no
0: it wasn't as good yeah a little disappointing it, was,
1: it wasn't a concept that should have been
0: flogged to death before. yeah
1: for should have been number two it should have when they hit up to like four or five like i actually when they up to like six i like hit up to like six seven i'm like quit it It's why they're now doing Night of the Living Deadpool, and Mm -hmm. and because they're kind of going, let's either kill the zombies or, not try to do anything, to Marvel zombie goofiness right now. They kind of, because man, I got overkilled.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I still prefer zombies over vampires, but that's me.
1: Vampires are, mm, yeah, Yeah. they're, Mm. they're they're
0: sparkly now, so now they're special. That's a pretty good answer, man.
1: Thank you.
0: Uh, I still don't have an answer for that for myself, honestly. I didn't put too I much thought seen into it. I had a second,
1: it. but even I thought Marvel Zombies was like the first thing that popped mm-hmm. in my head.
0: No, oh, good call. Who is your current favorite artist? Because, like the writer question. Oh, gosh, you know?
1: there's so many really good ones, right? Like, exactly. Like, it's interesting. Was like as as I've been adjusting this new review style, I've been trying to focus a lot on artists that bring the writer script to life because Mm -hmm. here it it was interesting when I read this robot six article and talking about how a lot of reviewers don't focus on the art and don't focus on how the art works with the writer Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and got me a couple Robot six people to follow me hilariously enough out of that one Mm -hmm. because I actually thought it actually made me think about my own reviewing style and and I and and I would say like a lot of because my at one point one of my favorite artists was Joe Maguera Mm
2: -hmm. when I
1: for a long time mm-hmm. like a long period of time then then i met then one of my favorite artists with joff darrow then i met joff darrow he was a dick i believe it he was a dick oh my <laughs> god he was a dick um like i remember he did get he did, he did do a little sketch in my drawing which as my friend mario put it well he did do a sketch for you i'm like yeah but he was a dick because he wouldn't he did the sketch and i and i, I remember i was sitting at his corner table and i was like hi and he I was like, hey, and I was trying to sitting there and he's like, What you want your book signed? Yes. Okay. Like, I didn't want to interrupt your conversation. Thank you. I went. Like, Fuck you, okay. Wow. Do your sketch. Okay, thank you. No personalization, no nothing, just little sketch. Bye. I'm
0: it's like, not the first horror story I've heard like that. I think after you see a few hundred people at these conventions, you get a little curt.
1: He was well. I learned later that he was pissed off. Like that's why he went to the Cincy Comic Ex the Cincy uh, Comic Expo in Covington the next year, the Cincy Comic Con the next year because he was pissed off that he didn't get prime placement at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. They did really, yeah. That's what I learned. But it he was like oh God. But but favorite artists currently mm. there's actually a few like like there's. God, <laughs> Seriously, man, this is a. But I would probably say, and this will probably, and this is probably going to get very saga really, But I really like Fiona Staples' art. That's I really, art. I love her art. I mean, I actually, I actually liked her art for a little because there's a couple series she did, the Mystery Society with uh with uh, Steve Niles, <laughs> badass series. If you, they actually released the hardcover of it recently. So if you guys haven't bought that, I uh, get it, it's really good. It's awesome. And also there's also another series she did, uh North Forty Four, which I can't think of the writer's name, but he's kinda known now I can't think of his name, but he did but he actually did a series with him that was really pretty pretty solid too. But she's just she's a really damn good artist and Saga's been the series she where she's gotten she's really gotten the show off some stuff and really gotten to do some amazing storytelling, so Peanuts cool. to be off the top of my head would be the one that I really enjoy right now.
0: Hey, two but, thumbs up to that answer.
1: But like I said, it could that could change on a. Oh yeah,
0: <clears throat> well here that's the thing. Your tastes are always evolving. That's why we like comics because, like our tastes, so the junior seems to evolve too. Exactly. I find. Okay, so here, what we out here, uh, what's your dream character team up? Like, it could be more than two people.
1: You know, it would be fun. The funniest. The, I actually have joked my my funniest character team up would be just to put Howard the Duck, Deadpool, and Ambush Bug in a book and see what insanity happens.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, that'd be cool, man. I like the sound of that. And
1: then and then just put in. I'm not to go. be a funny fourth character to sneak in there, just to balance out the Marvel, the DC. I'm either thinking they just sneak in Brother Power the Geek or just to be or just sneak in Prez. And revive Prez back from the dead, right. and, and at least somebody's going, Prez.
0: Yeah, that's from Watchmen, is it not?
1: Prez is actually a, a no. series they did in the seventies. Involved and in, in around the thing, it was in the seventies that involved the that was in DC Comics. That was like that involved America's teenage president.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember the book. I just I, why do I think it's part of Watchmen? I don't know. Maybe but, it's because I read it around the same time that I read first Watchmen. Like,
1: just, I'm trying to think of a fourth character. It'd probably be just something random. But like, my initial, because I actually thought about this, is like just put all the weird characters of the DC, of the DC and Marvel universe together and just put the world, huh? Mm-hmm. Look, <laughs> well, I always think like, because be, that'd be that actually be really damn funny. I just <laughs> snuck in. Like, if that's my initial idea, would be would be like because I actually thought if I had it, like the the because the funniest one would be like. Or even like put Howard, like put Deadpool and Ambush Bug together, and like and and two people who break the fourth wall regularly, and just see what mania happens. People be like, what the hell is this? Why are why are they breaking the fourth wall every few minutes?
0: Nice, I like that answer. It's a good one. I, there you go. That'd be the fifth person. You, the reader. Computer. You, the reader.
1: You are our you are our new member of our squad, reader.
0: We see you, fucker.
1: <laughs> or it's Stop like. Stop staring at your, me. Like, like you don't control us, we control you. You're reading us. Yeah. Sure.
0: Turn to play, page six. Ha ha. Anyways, that's a good idea. Somebody give this man a job at DC Comics, or when DC Sweet. and Marvel do a crossover, you better you better I'm call cool up with Wes.
1: It. I can game with that. Nice. Hi Marvel. Hi DC. <laughs> I'm happy to write for you.
0: I'm dope. Uh, tell me a book you are plan you plan on reading, but haven't read yet.
1: Oh, like can the like upcoming book or? Can it be like?
0: Um, sure, yeah. It could be something that ha- hasn't come out yet, but you're looking forward there's to.
1: There's a book. There's actually a few books I'm really there. I'm actually, there's like probably the one of the books I'm really looking. is like just one of them. Like it's like there's a, there's a few that like I would probably say i would really like. Cause I mentioned a Caliban, I mentioned a couple, maybe nine, I mentioned it, but I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how that. The real, the twist, uh, the the oddball. Uh, that there's like I'm actually looking forward to the. Because recently re- I actually read the uh, first, the last bit of Captain Marvel. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what Kelly Sue does with Captain Marvel.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That book look looks really fun, and I'm actually really looking forward to reading that because I've actually seen like a lot of the preview images for it, and it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And and a lot la- in the last issue of Captain Marvel like DeConnick did was really good, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Okay, right. yeah, that's probably the most the upcoming comic I'm really like. That's one of them. There's a couple there. If I had to say, there's it, a couple more. It'd be like Southern Bastards that Jason Aaron's doing for right, Image. Right. Or that book looks really fucked up, awesome yep. And there's a <laughs> there's a bunch. I mean, God,
0: yeah. well, that's cool.
2: All night.
1: And I don't want to keep you here all night, so no, to that's do fine, it, bro. yeah. that's fine, brother.
0: Yeah. I hear you, brother. Uh, sorry, I'm not trying to rush you.
1: That's cool. Uh, dude.
0: Okay, so here we are. A comic you wish they would make it to a movie.
1: It uh, and and the in uh, the quirky question, it'd probably be if they actually if they ever were to make another Howard the Duck movie, it'd make it a good Howard the Duck, <laughs> because Howard no, the like Duck, like, it's not the worst movie ever made.
0: Mm, but it's directed for children, man. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I don't think it's some of the subject matter. But like I watch it now, and I'm like, this is so for kids. And I was a kid when that was coming when it okay, was they out, put so. duck tits. Yeah, duck tits, big deal.
1: Duck tits. The Woo-hoo. duck rubbers. You know? The duck. I mean, I actually thought about that later. I'm like, they're trying to make this for kids, but when they put like, when you put, it's like a. Because actually, I'm 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 liberally using the nost- nostalgia critic joke of duck tits. Woohoo. <laughs> and and as uh, if you're if you've ever watched that that guy with the glasses, there's a nostalgia critic review of Howard the Duck, and this is where the duck tits reference comes from. So,
0: okay,
1: Rex context, but. If they ever like an actual movie, they would make. And to be more serious here, is I would actually love. I actually do want to eventually see. I I'd love to see a saga movie, but I think it'd be more more likely to be a TV series more than anything because it would mm-hmm. work better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and the secondary one. Did you? Did you have you read the comic? Ser- have you read the new comic, The Bunker yet? Yes. Oh God! Uh, that
0: i used been be reading. Did you just pick up the the Ani press? Yes. Yeah, I was reading it when it was being released on digital. My comic oh. shop was like, "You need to check this out." I was like, "All
1: right."
0: And I think three weeks later, they announced that they were moving to Ani. It's really good. Enjoy it's
1: it. Really good. I actually would love to see that be either a movie or a TV series.
0: Nice.
1: I'm actually, the first because one of my one of my pals uh, on that used to do reviews of me on Crux, uh, Chris Lear i actually mentioned in my review i did too and it was that he he was reviewing the comic and he really liked it and i got and i and i missed out on the digital release so i read the print and i i felt i was i was head over heel i was like this comic's really good yep this comic's scary good same thing happened to me (laughs) it's like i i read that and i just went this is scary good stuff this needs to be Like, this neat. If this this becomes a TV series or a movie, it's going to be huge.
0: I could see this being a TV series. TV
1: series. It'll be huge.
0: It's going to be a lot longer than a movie needs. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yo, yeah. That's the reason why I keep thinking they got to make it a Mm -hmm. TV series because, like, this would be, like, the type of thing that if a network got a hold of it and actually, like, if, like, a cable network got a hold of it, like Mm -hmm. AMC or somebody, and actually knew how to nurture it,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. it could be, like, a series, that could get a good three, five seasons easy.
0: Yep, for sure. Not a bad answer, man. I I enjoy that one. Uh, Okay, how how about... What's your current favorite comic book movie?
1: Current favorite... It would... Likely... It's still... It's still likely The Avengers.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It would probably be more The Avengers and with a with a close second, being a very close second, being being a uh, being a Thor, the Thor two move Thor Thor two Dark Dark the Thor Dark World. Yeah, yeah. but Avengers was just such. The reason why Avengers worked so well for me because it was just a it lot of fun. Had fun. It wasn't yes. perfect, but no. it had fun.
0: Nothing's perfect.
1: And but it was so, but it was so. It had so much fun with the concept. It had so much fun with the characters, and I, and I mean, I. I could easily see my next favorite comic book movie probably being like Captain America: Two Winter Soldier because mm-hmm. just from those trailers. Yes. I mean, between that and remember they—they're doing Batroc. In, yeah, I heard that. In the colors. Yeah. That's crazy. They have a guy. They have a guy who's an accomplished MMA fighter in the Batroc colors, kicking ass and taking names. Well, that's, that's, kind that's, kind that's, that that's kind of bad. That's kind of amazing. That's neat. I mean. That. So, do I mean, such
0: but, a D level character, and, you know. And they're making like, they,
1: they got like an MMA fighter. <laughs> so yeah. like, this is awesome. Oh, well. I mean, that's that's like, like between that and I mean, like that's but that's why I'm that's why like Avengers like I think that's why I'm making kind of a kick out of but like that's why Avengers I kind of feel like launched Marvel into that next level of we we are not just reveling in our superhero stuff we are just gonna have fun with it yes and you guys are along for the ride awesome I mean. Thor, and I think right for two to the close second is, they had a lot of fun in that movie. And also the uh, the Thor, the Thor-Loki scenes are pretty priceless.
0: The what scenes, sorry?
1: That, you've seen Thor. Have you seen Thor? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think the Thor-Loki scenes when oh, Loki's right. as of so Captain America.
0: Yep, yep. Spoilers. By the
1: way, spoilers for a movie <laughs> that's been out for a while. Yeah,
0: and is already available on And it's already available
1: on DVD and yeah, Blu-ray so, and wow. all that lovely stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, that was a good part, uh.
1: That, was I agree hilarious. With you. that
0: movie was fun. Even uh, what's her name? Kat Dennings. It's pretty funny in that movie.
1: She was actually probably 10 times better in this unless she was not Thor. Cause they, yeah, they did a lot Thor. more stuff with her and she actually worked pretty well. But <laughs> Avenger League just worked as a whole giant superhero movie whole.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And cause at one point I would have been, cause I was kind of hoping like man of steel would have been my big favorite movie. Boy, did that not work out?
0: Yeah. You're not the only disappointed one so, out there. Boy,
1: I mean, it, I can never say that movie was bad. Imperfect, maybe. Right. Imperfect, flawed, but not bad. It was a movie that could have done a lot better with what they were wanting to do, but ultimately, they they it's kind of like they reached for one level, and they try and they were trying to get and they basically made the Nolan Superman,
0: mm-hmm. and they
1: didn't really. I you don't know. know. Makes me a little bit anti for Batman, Superman, Batman, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, that'll be a whole show when that movie comes out. Boy, I'll call you up.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, okay, how? What are they gonna put in here? Okay, we're gonna have, we're gonna put, we're gonna sneak in Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah. we're gonna sneak in yeah. Batman. Okay, like we're also rumoring John Stewart. Okay, um, rumoring Aquaman. Okay, um,
0: yeah, it's a Justice League
1: movie. Gonna call it Justice League? No. Okay.
0: It wouldn't sell probably well who knows okay Avengers I like that movie a lot yeah what movie it's a good answer man okay so who is your favorite current comic book publisher I say current because I'm sure five years ago it was a different story
1: shit um probably I would say consist like because it's really interesting like I would say Image is probably one of the best out there right now and just straight. Forward consistency, and I would say, though I would say right now the publishers that are f- very much closing in on them, it, like very much closing in on them is probably, I would say like Dark Horse is Dark Horse and Valiant mm. are, because it's interesting to see this. in is really try is really has really been focusing a whole entire thing of of characters into. And it's the entire creator owned power powerhouse. Right. And since they've gotten like since they've got Brubaker and they've got Jason Aaron popping up stuff, they like, mm-hmm. do the comic popping up stuff. Mm-hmm. They've got Scott Snyder popping back on board again. They've got they've got they've got all these people popping up on that doing creator owned books for them, which is why a lot of people are saying maybe they should just call Image it, the third the 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 third most powerful publisher because they're quickly hitting that. But it's interesting to me to see that now. it's image stepping up their game. It's got Dark Horse stepping up their game. It's got Boom stepping up their game. It's got, it's got like, it's got like uh, Valiant, because Valiant probably one of the sh- becoming quickly one of the strongest. Like, yeah,
0: I'm pretty impressed with their comeback.
1: They're doing strong superhero comics,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and but super, I can't really say superhero more kind of like very sci-fi fan and. There are, they they all have like a sci-fi, fantasy, some super, they have have superhero like Quantum Woody, but a lot of it is either sci-fi, fantasy, some, like a little bit of superhero, a little bit of everything.
2: Yeah.
1: Mixed up into one. I mean, like their recent Shadow Man thing, Mm. their Shadow Man story they're doing right now, it's like some of the best Peter Milligan work I've read in ages, because he's actually doing it dark and really, and really cutting loose with it, and... And I really kind of dig what they're doing there, but it's like, but it's like I it still would be like, and then Dark Horse is doing really cool stuff with their superhero universe and trying to build that back up, and building up creator own comics again, building up all their line because I would say Image stepping up their ball game and having to deal with Marvel and DC back going back and forth with stuff. It's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like everyone's now stepping up their game. And, oh yeah, for sure. And I would say definitely Image inspired a lot of it, which mm-hmm. is great because. Yeah. 'Cause like Image getting all these really powerful career in books and especially especially since and then Marvel the and then Marvel pushing up stepping up their game as in as a as like the head publisher right now. DC mm-hmm. floundering in the darkness trying to find <laughs> a direction for their line. Doing the doggy paddle in the middle of the lake. Little buggy, little lake. like, yeah. oh look at the doggy. Yeah. Look at the doggy.
0: Good boy, he's still floating
1: still floating it's like how many books are we canceling now yeah. like a um, few more it's like okay crap we got to figure out something to do with this line and I, and that's why I'm kind of crossing my finger for DC this summer hopefully they like, get a direction and starting in June because it seems like that's that's what seems like the new rumor is is June seems to be when everything for DC is just gonna go nuclear and boom so we'll see yes no doubt
0: okay uh, what's the next question here Uh, comic you shouldn't said- a comic you thought you wouldn't like, but ended up loving.
1: Oh wow. Um Hmm. Okay. I would say probably probably a comic I liked that I never I never thought I would is It, it was actually funny, I wasn't sure there's a there's a few comics like that, like like i would say like I, I like it's shit it's tough there's a Can couple com- there's a couple comics here that have that took me by surprise like i i remember one time when i was reading when i there was a i actually remember i i wouldn't say i I was over the moon loving it But I liked it a lot more than I expected mm. I actually, when I read Some of Lobdell's Teen Titans really? and like, I liked this more I'm not saying it's my favorite series ever because, But the first few issues of it were actually pretty solid And um, actually the first few yeah. issues Of, of Lobdell's Superboy were pretty solid Until The Calling Oh god <laughs> I Fucking hate The Calling I got nothing
0: I read the first trade of his Teen Titans, and I had many bad things to say about it, and I felt bad I afterwards. Liked more I liked
1: that they actually. <laughs> I I don't, but I liked it. But then the calling happened, and that's when my liking of it. So I would say for like a few issues, they had that they had a decent potential there, and then <sighs> calling. Have you ever read the calling?
0: No.
1: Don't. I won't. Never.
0: No worry Oh, that.
1: Bad. I read that. I I I I felt like I needed like all the alcohol.
0: <laughs> I feel like that all the time, man.
1: It was bad. <laughs> oh, oh, God, that was awful. So uh, so
0: you went into Teen Titans thinking that you wouldn't like it.
1: And I I liked it more than I expected. Now, oh, that cool. that being said, it's not like... I am not an love delphi I mean, I've actually... like His Superboy was probably, I actually liked a little bit more. Because it actually was... A, but I would say... But what was bad, what was weird about it was, if I had to look back on it, it's like it was, I liked it more than I expected. But then, by the time it was said and done, it was like, like it, and then eventually went to, okay, why? Yeah. Why this is bad? Why yeah. did I even even remotely kind of like this? It's just falling apart now.
0: I mean, Sounds like the entire DC line, my friend.
1: I mean, it's it's, and it's like, and some people were like, you actually like this Scott, like. Scott Liddell, he's a guy who, it's like he's very much a dude who is of his period.
0: Mm-hmm. And well, that time and, is over.
1: And he's, and he can he can still write a decent book. But, but
0: he doesn't seem to have grown.
1: But he doesn't seem to have grown as a writer or as, he's a guy who really, he is stuck in his way and he really needs to evolve with the new, because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a new age rising, baby, and you can you can yeah. give people some sufficiently fun books, but if but if I if I'm like liking a few of your books for like five seconds and then the next minute going, I never want to bother with this shit again,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: a problem.
0: Mm-hmm. You'd think somebody would notice. Okay. Nothing wrong with that answer, man. Uh, nope,
1: especially when it goes when it goes from I liked it initially to then I, then well,
0: I, I mean that happens but I mean it, it's you. It's a, an honest answer. You thought you wouldn't like it. You started liking it. Okay so it went to shit but... <laughs>
1: it went to shit but I liked it initially then it went to shit.
0: Okay. okay. Now for our last question my
1: friend. Yes sir.
0: Can you name your favorite run or series of your time? I can't say all time because that's a long time.
1: Actually probably my favorite run of series I have my deepest fondness for the kurt Buzek george perez run on avengers Mm -hmm. that's that was what got me back in the comics Mm -hmm. when in the in like in like the late 90s that's what got me back in the comics that's what inspired me to keep going with comics and really helped me to really, really just fall in love with the whole damn medium again because it was really
0: good it is really good it's packed with content the pictures are beautiful
1: it's packed with content. Pictures are beautiful. It's a damn good story. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a damn good run. Mm-hmm. He has a good mix of story done in one. It has he has one of the coolest Ultron stories in there of Ultron Unlimited, mm-hmm. and it has and it has a really bunch of cool stuff going on. I mean, like probably the weakest point of his run is probably that weird Kang storyline.
0: Kang storyline. Yeah, I kind of remember that. It's been a it while. was
1: an odd story. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was an odd way to finish out the run. But mm. it kind of it's the set of the run. But it it was a very but it was very much a but it was overall a really strong run, especially when that mm. that that thing he was doing with George Perez was just brilliant stuff that he was doing. And Those
0: guys had a serious handle on the takes of the characters.
1: They they had a serious
0: and they, they, and they, they put it on. You, you can you tell in the book like. There's no questioning who this guy is, you know, like I don't know how to explain it really.
1: They did a lot of cool stuff. I mean, they, he even made you like D Man. Mm hmm. I mean that
0: says something right
1: there. He got you the like D Man to the and you see D Man popping up going, Oh, like Jarvis is like Jarvis gives him like food for the home for the homeless in his town, so and he's like, Hey, he's a little smelly he's a little smelly, but he's a good man. <laughs> and it's like music did things to D-Man. Wow. I mean, like even when he did that entire issue where he had every Avenger come back to to leave a little bit of mystery as to who the next member is going to be. I mean, it was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: I kind of remember that too. Very nice. So the Avengers run from Kurt Busiek and George Perez Mm -hmm. from the 90s.
1: From like the late 90s. Well, the Heroes Return.
0: After Heroes Return, yeah. I remember that debacle. Yeah, that was so fresh, man. When they got on there, I was like, "Oh, finally! I'm gonna read an Avengers comic. I'm gonna like."
1: Oh, that. My mine was more like. Well, and I remember, I this I saw that Hulk comic in, in the store, and, and I saw that I saw that Wizard comic with the Hulk on it, and and the Hulk on the cover, and and they were, and that was the announcement of the music Avengers, and I went, that "Sounds cool. I'm gonna check out. Go to my comic store. I know there's a comic store near here. I'm gonna check it out and." And it began from there. Nice,
0: very cool, man. All right, good answers, Wesley. I, I thank you very much for coming on the show again. This fun. Yeah, man. Um, we'll have to have you back again one day. If, we'll- if,
1: we, if if any time we can ever figure out a way to the pop the have me pop up on the anvil in some way, shape, or form, I'd be game to do it.
0: All right, man. I will uh, give you a immense warning before it happens. cool deal. All right. Um, Not to cut this too short, but uh, that was my exit. I'm going to go eat my supper now.